Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, hey, hey. So we are back for another episode. And in today's episode, I really want to talk about the importance of changing our mindset when it comes to earning money and how we earn money. So I recently saw a post on social media and it basically said, if there are 30 days in a month, why are we okay with only getting paid two days in that 30 day time period? Now, this essentially, when I break it down, is asking us, why are we okay with relying 100% on our nine to fives for income, right? So if you are someone who gets paid every week, right, you are going to get paid four times in that 30 day time period. And if you get paid bi-weekly, you are going to get paid two days, sometimes three days in that 30 day time period, depending upon how your pay periods fall in certain months, right? And of course, if you get paid on the first and the 15th, like, a lot of our military members, right? You also are only getting paid two days in a 30 day time period. So this post is really what inspired today's conversation because it really is something that really came to light during this COVID-19 pandemic, right? So for most of us, we are relying on our nine to fives to right eat and live and survive. And once that nine to five is pulled out from under you, whether right it's a layoff or if you get sick and now you're unable to work, or maybe you saw a reduction in your income, right? Because your hours were cut at work or your company just kind of did this um, broad reduction in salary for everyone just so the company can essentially survive financially as many of them saw their revenues decrease. And so when that's pulled out from under you or if you see your income reduced, now this throws you in this huge financial spiral which has been very detrimental for a lot of people because they literally have no money in savings, right? No other sources of income. And if you're waiting on unemployment, right? We saw that there were many people that just had a hard time filing their claims, getting through to customer service agents. So it took them weeks and even months to even get their claims processed. And so then in that time period, many of them just went through a lot of financial hardship. And so for a lot of us, this was really a wake-up call that we have to really start thinking differently about how we make money because relying on one source of income is really putting you at this very high risk to have financial hardship in the future, especially when there are situations that are essentially out of your control. Right, none of us planned or created this pandemic, right? But we literally are being impacted physically, financially, emotionally, so on and so forth. So, if you have learned nothing else during this pandemic, I really hope that you have started to think about the fact that you need to have more than one source of income. Now, there has been this, you know, post on social media, a different post 
floating around or just this narrative, I should say, that millionaires have seven different income streams and so that's what you should strive for. And in today's episode, I am going to talk about different income streams that you should consider. But you know, the one thing I really want to focus on before I jump into these different options is that you really want to focus on perfecting or getting good at two to three income streams before you branch off into other ones, right? When you're spreading yourself too thin, you really are putting yourself at a disadvantage and essentially might not make any money with the other income stream because you have not put in a lot of time and effort to figure out how to make them work. So don't feel this pressure that you have to have seven income streams. What I am just saying is you really want to have more than one, right? Even if you have two, that puts you in a better position than just having one. Right, so for me, I would say having two to three is really a comfortable number for people to um, strive for. And then down the road, if you want to branch off into other options, by all means. But again, focusing on two to three is really going to be important because you don't want to overwhelm yourself And you do want to make these income streams profitable, right, and lucrative. And so focusing on too many at the same time might just end up being counterproductive. So I will have to say that I absolutely love social media. While it does have its, you know, downsides and issues, it has literally enabled us to see and think differently about a lot of different things, right? So just by having access to the internet and social media, it has allowed us to really see that other people are making money in other ways outside of a traditional nine to five, right? So I think that for many of us, we were raised with this old school mentality when it comes to making money, right? So we were told that you need to get good grades in high school. So therefore you can, you know, go to college and then get a degree and then you can go out into the world and start making some really good money and have this amazing career. Or you can go into the military or you can go into a vocational school and get a trade or specialized skill set. But the whole idea is to go from high school to working for someone else in order to make a living. Now, ideally you want to save for retirement, right? So you're gonna have your 401k or you're going to go with a job that offers you a pension so you can literally work for 30, 40, 50 years and then one day you'll be able to retire and hopefully have enough money to live well in retirement. Right, and so as we can see, there's so many issues with that mindset now, right? When it comes to things like pensions and social security, a lot of these systems are broken or they change the rules as time goes on. So when it's time for you to retire, things aren't what they were early on when you decided to go down this route. And so relying on someone else to help you live well in retirement is the, worst thing, right, we can do. So it's really time for us to take control of our own income and really set the terms of how we want to live in retirement when we do want to retire. Now, today's conversation isn't going to be solely focused on retirement, obviously. I really wanna focus on different income streams, 
But you know, this old school mentality of how we are supposed to operate in regards to going from high school to college to a career, work really hard for, you know, 30, 40, well, 20, 30, 40 years, and then you can enjoy your life once retirement rolls around, right? Of course, we are now in this age where we don't want to have to wait until our golden years to enjoy life, right? We want to find this healthy balance of being able to work hard, being able to make good money, but also being able to live and enjoy life. And so having multiple income streams might be the way for us to create that lifestyle that we want without having to wait until our golden years. Okay, so let's jump into the different income streams that you can consider. So the first one is going to be the one that most of us are familiar with, and that is earned income, right? So this is where you perform a service and you get paid for, right, performing this service. Now, this can be, of course, your nine to five, but it can also be a side hustle, right? So if you have a specialized skill set, whether you are a graphic designer, a makeup artist, a photographer, a virtual assistant, right? You can, you know, do this work on the side and make additional income. Now, for some people, they are able to turn their side hustle using their specialized skill set and make it a full-time business where you can essentially be your own boss. So let's talk about the pros and cons of earned income. So when it comes to earned income, right, the pluses are when you are working for a company is for the most part, your income stream is relatively stable, right? You know how much you're going to get paid, you know how often you're going to get paid. And so you have this certain level of security in regards to how much money you are going to see every single month. Now, of course, there are nuances to that, right? You don't know when you're going to get laid off. You don't know when a pandemic is going to happen, but excluding all of those things, as long as things are stable, for the most part, that income stream is stable. Now, the downside to earned income is you are essentially trading time for money, right? So if you don't work, you don't get paid, right? So you really have to work all the time in order to have a steady income stream coming into your household. Now, of course, the exception is if you are someone that has paid time off, sick days, vacation days, you will get paid even when you don't work. But excluding that, again, if you don't work, you don't get paid. So you are trading time for money. And also there's a limit on how many hours you can actually work and how many companies you can work for, right? There are people who are working two, maybe three jobs, but you can't work, you know, for a hundred companies all at the same time. And you can only work for oh so many hours in a day. You do literally have to sleep, right? And have a life outside of, you know, your job. So there are limitations in how much money you can also earn. But again, because this is a stable work um, income stream and it is the one that most of us have been taught all our lives, it is the one that most of us do rely on. So the next income stream that you can consider is called profit income. So this is where you purchase items at a cheaper price, whether at a discounted price or you buy it wholesale, meaning you buy it in bulk, then you turn around and sell the same exact items in the open market 
at a higher dollar value. Now, one of the popular methods of this is retail arbitrage, right? Where people will go into certain stores or they'll buy things from overseas vendors in either China, India, or they'll go through Alibaba and they'll buy these items either on clearance or at a significant discount, then they will turn around and sell it at a higher dollar value in the open market. Now, this does take a lot of time in, re in regards to researching what products to sell, what products are profitable, and you also need to have you know capital to invest in purchasing inventory to actually sell, right? And so there are a lot of moving pieces with that, but with the right systems, this can absolutely be a lucrative and profitable way to make additional money if you are willing to put in the work. Now, of course, the downside to that is when you are trying to get into this space, you don't know what items are profitable. You might not know where to get inventory. So you might spend a lot of time doing research on the front end. And if it becomes overwhelming, you might actually get discouraged, right? And so, and then also you're not going to see the profits right away, right? You have to kind of lay the groundwork in getting inventory, where are you going to sell your products, what platforms, how much, and there's so much to that goes behind it that you may give up before you even really get started. But again, it can definitely be a lucrative way to make money if you're willing to put in the work up front and see your profits, you know, later on. Now, the third income stream that you can consider is interest income. Now, this income stream is relatively passive, right? So all you would have to do is deposit money into an interest bearing account, whether it is a high yield savings account, a money market account, or a certificate of deposit. And literally once you put the money in there, you are going to earn interest every single month. Now let's talk about the pros and cons of this one. So of course the pro or the upside is this is so passive. All you have to do is put the money in this account, you don't have to think twice about it and you literally will make money every single month. Now the downside to that is, right, interest rates fluctuate month to month, year to year. And so there are some years where you will make a lot more money with interest income and there are other years like right now where we are in this pandemic, you're, you are going to make next to nothing, right? So interest rates now on most accounts are paying less than 1%. So you really are not making a lot of money when it comes to interest income. But the fact that it is a passive way to make money and if you can have a sizable amount of money in your account, it can be a steady income stream. But again, depending upon the market at the time, you might be able to get better returns on your money in other places. So definitely keep that in mind. But again, the fact that it is passive is one thing that a lot of people do like. Now, the fourth income stream that you can consider is called residual income. So this is where you do the creative work upfront and you can essentially sell your products and services for perpetuity, right? So this can actually be books, whether it's eBooks or actual books, it can be webinars, masterclasses, right? So this can definitely be a great income stream in that 
once you do the work up front and you set up systems to promote your item, it can essentially make money for you, quote unquote, in your sleep. Now, of course, you have to figure out what it is you're going to create, what do people actually want, and what are they willing to actually pay pay for, and also you know, pricing it at a price point that's going to attract your audience. So there is a lot of legwork to this, it requires research, understanding your target audience, and things like that, but once you do find that product or a group of products that really work for your audience, right? It can definitely be very lucrative to where you are essentially making money in your sleep. Another way in regards to residual income is having a YouTube channel, right? So once you get to a point where you can monetize your channel, Every time you post a video, you can literally make money for years to come. You will get paid on the number of views. You can also have um, sponsored ads and you can really monetize your YouTube channel to the point where a video that you created that you create today can continue to make money for you years down the road because YouTube videos like blogs have a much longer shelf life than your other social media um, platforms like Instagram, for example. And another income stream that you can consider is dividend income. Now this is when you own a particular stock and that stock pays out dividends. So a dividend is essentially a distribution of a company's earnings. Now, while every stock does not pay a dividend, so you will have to do some research to find the ones that do pay dividends, but when you do invest in companies who do pay dividends to their stockholders, this can literally be an income stream where you can get paid every single quarter and every single year. And if you stagger the stocks that you own, you can actually get to a point where you are getting dividend income every single. Now, in the beginning, you are not going to get rich off of your dividends by any means, but if you set up this strategy where you are purchasing the same stocks frequently throughout the year, and then you have your dividends reinvested into the same stock and you stick to this strategy, this over time can definitely be a lucrative income stream. So just to be transparent for a second here, this is one strategy that I am personally using to prepare for retirement, right? So for me, I do want to retire not only with a certain amount of money in my retirement account or investment accounts, I also want to have certain income streams in retirement. And so for me, dividend income is one of those income streams that I am really focused on so I can rely on it when I do retire. So again, this is something that you can consider as well, but of course you want to do your own research in regards to what companies pay dividends, what kind of dividends do they pay, what have they historically paid in dividends to kind of get an understanding of what you may be able to expect in the future. Now, of course, past performance does not guarantee future performance, but it can just give you some guidance of what you might be able to expect. So as you can see, these income streams all have pros and they all have cons and they all do come with risk. So I do want you to think about what kind of risk are you comfortable with before trying any of these options? 
And then to take it one step further, right, these also have tax implications. So I would really recommend talking to your accountant or a tax expert or whoever maybe files your taxes before jumping into some of these options so you can really understand how it may or may not impact your tax liability. Now, I also want to leave you with this before we wrap up today's episode. You know, as you start to explore these different income streams, do not get discouraged if you're not making thousands of dollars right away each month, right? You want to focus on starting small, right? And then working on scaling these options, right? Nothing is going to, you know, make a lot of money overnight, but start off with small goals, right? So see if you can make an extra $100 a month maybe, and then scale that to $200 a month, right? And just really try to increase your goal every single month. Never take for granted, right, the power of those baby steps and doing them over time, right? So an extra $100 a month can be $1,200 for the year. I don't know about you, but that is a great start. So don't take for granted the baby steps and the small milestones because they are essentially going to be the stepping stones to get you from making a couple of hundred dollars a month to making an extra couple of thousand dollars a month, right? So slow and steady wins the race and really just working on yourself and your mindset is really going to help you elevate when it comes to your overall finances. So I want to thank you so much for stopping by and tuning in and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Stop Being Broke podcast. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we had today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.